Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about the wrong ways to use Listerine? Then you must be thinking of another podcast. Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you? I'm refreshed. How are you? You're refreshed. I'm refreshed. I am fresh. That's all okay. I got. I'm just, just fresh. fresh. Yeah. I've taken a shower. I'm fresh. That's about it. Got Listerine head to toe? Not even. I haven't really done it a lot since we talked about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Things have been busy and I just haven't I taken have the time. time to dip my toe. I don't have time to dunk the toe. No. Uh, man, this weekend, this was a good weekend, though. I, you know, got, I took over podcast uh, upload duties. You did. You did such a good job. I did. And so in doing so, I got to see all kinds of, like, social media stuff. Because I'm never really out on the platforms, you know? Yeah. And, uh... I think we got to take it to, I, I don't even remember what we used to call this segment because it's been so long since we've had to open with a death. Oh, we're going over to corner, corner. Yeah, old corner, corner. I would like to crack this one. This isn't one that like many people will know. I mean, I didn't even really know, but uh, I'm going to crack this open for old dog meat. Yeah, I saw poor dog meat passed away. Let's Let's hit it. Oh very crackable i'm cracking um a 20 ounce or so it doesn't got that snap but we got that hiss well damn a 20 ounce look at you yeah just rolling in the diet coke tonight oh yeah it's like my third dr pepper today <laughs> you that stressed oh yeah <laughs> i was like i'm hitting the sauce <laughs> um i actually said that in a meeting one day like right towards the end of the day i was oh all my God. like I was like, you guys are driving me to drink. I'm going to hit the Dr. Peppers as soon as I get <laughs> out of here. And they busted out laughing. They were like, oh, we thought you were about to go somewhere else. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, I was out on uh, out on Twitter uh, getting stuff ready for the show. And so have you ever played Fallout before? I have played exactly like 30 minutes, I think, of Fallout. It's I, I played through the beginning where you're like in the vault and they're like, happy birthday, Billy. And then you like walk outside okay. for the first time. And then, like, a crab dog ran at me, and I was like, absolutely not. So. Like, nope. <laughs> I have always wanted to play these games solely for cool. one reason, right? Well, for what? I remember reading in Game Informer. I think, I think this is from the third one. Let me check it out real quick. I'm trying to think of which one he's in. Okay, so, no. This was the different one. I've always wanted to play Fallout 4. Okay. Because I read that you get a dog companion, right? Yeah. Dog companions have happened in tons of other games, right? For sure. But this dude's name is Dog Meat. That's a pretty good name for a dog. I I I want you to know, having not even played those games, I used to call Bindi Dog Meat all the time. (laughs) No fucking joke. Because I loved the name. I thought it was so perfect for a dog sidekick, right? I do love it. I love it. So I've always wanted to play the game solely to have my Dog Meat companion. And I get on uh, Twitter, and it turns out that the dog who was the motion capture, the inspiration, everything about it, she passed away. That's so sad. And had to be put down. And so I'm reading all about this freaking dog, right? Yeah. The guy who owned the dog was, like, making the game, and he wanted everybody on the team to be so attached to the real dog that it would... That you would really feel it in the game, right? Yeah. That dog went to every meeting held for the game. Oh my god, cool. <laughs> like, the dog was part of the team that helped make the game in all aspects. Like an executive dog. Yeah. 
they made dog meat be actually there so that everybody would have that companionship that it would translate into the game. And I That's thought amazing. that was so beautiful. I love that. It's so good. And I was reading just all about him. The guy took like the full day to post all about this dog the entirety of the day. Man. And all these pictures and he's talking about how just how like loving this dog was. He was like, anytime we'd go out to hike, she would always lead the way and like like scope out the terrain, but would always look back and make sure that I was okay and that I could follow where she had walked previously. Mm, sweet baby. Like truly what dog meat stood for in that game, this dog really was. Like this dog was dog meat in real life. Man. And I wish that I could have met this dog. Such a pretty dog. That's like nice though, you know, that like dog meat gets to live on. And the fact that everybody, like, a lot of people know this dog and can relate to yeah. this dog and have had an emotional attachment to her. So kind of everybody gets to eulogize dog meat in their own way. Yeah. Okay, so dog meat turns out was actually in Fallout 3 and Fallout 4. Oh, wow. Even cooler. So I think it's 3. I think that's one of the reasons why I didn't want to play Part 3. Because in Part 3, if I remember this correctly... If dog meat were to die in battle, would never come back. Oh. And I was like, I can't play a game where I could potentially <laughs> fully lose this dog and it never come back. So I never no. played it. The stakes are way too high. Exactly. So I was like, fuck this. Man, I will not be partaking. There's a game that I have played that is called Divinity Original Sin. And... Oh, I've heard such good things about that game. It's a beautiful, wonderful game, and I love it so much. It's okay. glitchy and weird, <laughs> but, like, you can get animal companions in this game that have just, like, their own kind of storyline, and um, there's this one that is so fucking cool. It's a little squirrel, and he rides on a skeleton cat. Okay. Like a reanimated cat and like you get to learn about his whole deal about like why he's a little squirrel knight and where his like steed came from and how That's the cat so died cute. it's the it's like the most heartwarming amazing story and i pick up this little guy every single time and <clears throat> you have to have like skill points in um like pet talking or whatever i forget what the skill is called but you have to be able to like talk to animals to get okay. this companion and talk to him so you have to devote some of your like skill tree to to getting this storyline and it makes you care awesome it makes you care so much about him but the the glitchiness of this game is that he will just stand in the middle of like a fire and fucking die at a moment's notice and like whenever there's a battle going on he'll get injured and you can't do anything about it and he's only got like 10 hit points because he's a little squirrel oh yeah oh my god so he dies all the time. So I downloaded specifically a mod that's so like this squirrel dude has a billion health and can't fucking die. <laughs> so that I could like get through his entire storyline. Awesome. And it was so satisfying. And I bawled at the end of it. It was very good. Um, I'm going to throw up a big spoiler warning right now. Okay. Big spoiler warning to anybody that would ever want to play this game. I have not played this game yet, but I know that this happens. And I just want to tell you so you know. Which game? Okay. Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. The big deal PlayStation game from last, uh, the last console generation, right? Yeah. That did it win game of the year or no? It did not. I don't think. Oh yeah, I lost to The Last of Us too. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, I did start the game, and at the very beginning, you get to choose between three horses, right? Okay. And it says, pick wisely because whichever horse you pick stays with you the entirety of the game. That becomes your horse, right? Hell yeah. I know that that horse dies. Oh, no. And it is, I've, I haven't seen it because I wanted to play it to experience it, but I've heard about it and it's brutal. Oh, God. <laughs> it's fucking awful. And knowing it, I was like, I can't pick any of you. Oh. I know what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm still going to play it and get death. there. But um, yeah, like why, why give us these? These animal companions that can be lost forever, yeah, you know? Fuck that, man. Uh, when I was playing Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey, the Egypt one, right? Yeah. I had my camel. I had a very specific camel that I loved, right? Okay. Rode the camel everywhere. 
and I jumped off of the camel one day, and I pressed the button to, like, call him to me. Yeah. And he ran off a cliff, and he died. <gasps> oh, no! <laughs> like, like I saw him tumble down, and I was like, well, maybe he'll just respawn. So I kept hitting the, like, call mount thing. Yeah. And it, and, and it was like, you don't have a mount. <laughs> oh, my God! And I was like, my fucking camel! <laughs> camel meat, no! I was so distraught. Ugh. But actually, I I just like walked far away from that place, and I pressed it again, and he came back, and I was like, oh, "Yay, camel mate!" <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, games are intense like that sometimes. But that was for dog meat. I have not gotten the pleasure of having this dog as my companion, but when I play this game, I will think of this dog fondly, and for the great life that his owner gave her. Being part of the team, that dog influenced a lot of people. Dog meat, you're awesome. Cheers for dog meat. Cheers for dog meat. So, um, I was on vacation this week. Yes. I went to Colorado to a resort called Cuddy's. Okay. Uh, I say resort. It's like, it's just like a little camping ground, I guess. (laughs) It used to be a private resort, but then like the dude went bankrupt or whatever and had to sell it. So now it's public. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so basically it was just like a like a trailer out in the woods among other trailers and stuff and it was a lodge and a swimming pool and all that. And okay. mini golf. Um mini golf, nice. The, the most important thing to me was that it was in the mountains. Man, do you ever like do you have a terrain for you that just feels like like home? Um cuz like I I've lived my entire life in flat, hot Texas, but whenever I go to the mountains, my soul is like, yes, we're home. This is where we're supposed to be. And I can just like feel. I like, I like the mountains. Yeah. I love seeing them when I go to Colorado and stuff. Uh huh. But really like, I like just big open, like green fields. Yeah. Fields are, fields are nice too, honestly. I I really enjoy going to the mountains and just getting the mountain air and the mountain sunrise and the sunsets and the stars. My God, the stars. But like also being able to come home to Texas, I was like, oh, there's so much sky here. Like 180 degrees of sky. No shit. We have like they say we got big sky for a reason. Yeah. I never understood that until I left Texas. Yeah. And I was around (laughs) the mountains and stuff. And I was all like, wow, we really do have a bunch of sky. (laughs) I mean, even when you go somewhere that's like a city with skyscrapers and stuff, you know, you don't like even down to Dallas, you don't get as much sky as you do. It's just like the general Texas area. But yeah, I just I love the mountains and I find them lovely. It's always good to just go kind of reset. I took a week off of social media. Just a nice brain cleanse. Um. Man, I wish I'd have really been more involved with your trip out there. Why? I would have told you to look at some mountains on your way out there. Specific mountains? Yeah, there's like specific ones that I love to look at when we make our way that direction. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I don't know if it's the same going to Colorado. You may have missed them. I know that I see them going to Arizona. Okay. And like California. Yeah. But there's one that's actually like it's written on there, Fraggle Rock. What? Yeah, there's like a Fraggle Rock, like, mountain somewhere. Oh my god, I would have lost it if I'd seen that. And my favorite one, my favorite one is good old Vagina Mountain. Pardon me? There's a mountain that has this, like, divot in the top, and it just looks like a vagina. But so- here's here's the trick with Vagina Mountain. <laughs> It's like one of those paintings where the eyes follow you. You always seem to be looking at that spot, no matter where you are as you pass it. Okay. It's a very weird mountain. Is it called Vagina Mountain, or is that just like Robert terminology? that's just what I call it. Okay. (laughs) And I've driven past it with other people, and I'm like, hey, look, Vagina Mountain. And they're like, why do you call it? Oh, shit. It sure is. Okay, we're going to have to go make a little vacation to Vagina Mountain. Okay. What the fuck? Yeah, that's um, like a thing. <clears throat> All right. Um, yeah. One one thing about the mountains is that it's uh, full of wildlife. And, like, 
you know, we get kind of, we get, we get a lot of coyotes in our area. So yeah. I'm familiar with the call of a coyote. Okay. But, um, we, we get bobcats here in the city too. Like our, our town mascot is yeah. a bobcat. And I've seen one literally outside my window before. I've seen a couple of cubs in my front yard, but okay. I, have you ever heard a bobcat? I have seen very little in bobcats, so not really. <laughs> okay. So I was laying in the trailer uh, one night, just going to sleep, and um, I was woken up by this sound. Like, I don't know how your asthma is, but like sometimes when I go to sleep and like I'm a, a bit wheezy, I'll, I'll wake myself up wheezing with this just like oh, kind of noise, you know? Okay. And... I, I heard that noise, and so I, like, woke up, and I took a couple of deep breaths, and I was like, I'm not wheezing. Not <laughs> And me. then my mom is in the bed next to me, and so I, like, like listen for her, because she has asthma, too, and I'm like, is she okay? And okay. I, like, check her breathing, and she's fine. And I'm like, what is this wheezing noise? And so I keep listening, and this, like, it starts to sound like like a child or a woman, and I can't decide okay. if it's like crying or laughter or just or what is this noise that is happening and then like suddenly there were a lot of them like like three or five different voices and i was like i'm having a nightmare some like like, (laughs) uh what is it the great white dam yes like i it was it was so so creepy I want you to click on this video that I've provided here in the Discord for you. This oh, is I'm what ready. a bobcat sounds like whenever you're ready. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, set and go. Go. Oh, okay. That's the creepiest oh, okay. fucking noise. They have just like a variety of noises and voices that they can make. And like, it sounds exactly like a woman screaming or like, some like of them bad yeah. breathing or just like some of them sound like uh, just a man going like hey hey <sighs> so fucking scary oh my god i thought i was experiencing like a cryptid or something but after like some research i, f- I feel like perhaps it was a bobcat yeah like i have to pause it because like in the headphones i feel like there's a dude behind me <laughs> yes it's so scary i'm gonna put this uh this video in the show notes for you guys because i want you to experience what i I had experienced please do this in headphones (gasps) because it's not appealing yeah and so it's just like me awake at 2 30 in the morning like listening to this outside the trailer and i'm like i'm going to die (laughs) oh 100 i'd have been shit in my pants (laughs) yes but um other than that relatively good vacation i know you said that uh you went a long time without the good old signal oh i did which was a blessing and a curse like you know it's it's nice to unplug every now and then but sometimes you just want to you just want to like talk to your people (laughs) see i hated it last time we went because you know i got like my youtube itch like what new videos are out there are there new trailers is there a new gameplay video that i can watch and i could (laughs) never watch anything you know yeah for me it was twitter i'm like what are my friends doing (laughs) i want to know what their thoughts and opinions are i need to get my news feed oh yeah because i talked about it remember when i went the last time they were selling playstation 5s and i had no fucking signal oh my god (laughs) yeah it was a horrible day yeah see it is it is a blessing and a curse because i also enjoyed it dude okay mountain air how did you feel did your lungs open up did you just like feel right brian yeah like so the thing with mountain air though like in Texas, you kind of have to, like, chew the air before you swallow, you know? <laughs> it's like yeah. thick-ass air down here, and it's humid. But in Colorado, like, the air is so thin up in the mountains. I just feel yeah. like whenever you're breathing, sometimes it just feels like you don't get the the oxygen because you don't feel the, the air, you know? And see, I like that because it just feels so light. <laughs> it know? was super light. I think that was what threw me off because I was just like... <gasps> where's all the air (laughs) oh man like if if i didn't live here i would definitely live in colorado for sure it's it's a nice place it hailed while we were there which is weird because no i know our host was like this never happens ever (laughs) and there was like an inch of hail on the ground just like tons and tons of little stones well i'm glad you had a great time but i am very sorry about your uh your you know 
overnight spook spook cat. <laughs> My no sleep bobcat. Yeah. Uh, and then just to tie it back for you guys, the Great White Dam. That was a no sleep story that me and Kelsey love. Yes. Where basically these voices come to this guy in a cabin and like beg to be let in and stuff. Oh, it's so good. Oh, man, I love that one. Oh, my God. If this thing was like, Kelsey, let me in, what, oh. what would you have done? <laughs> I, I don't even know. I would have just started crying. <laughs> oh, I, my God. I was literally on the edge of tears laying there, though. Like, I, it's, it's the weirdest shit to hear a sound that you just cannot identify. You're like, is it animal? Is it man? Is Bigfoot at my door? Yeah. Dude, I, for real, got chills down my spine playing that video for 10 seconds yeah did Big not no like. thank you well speaking of cats i mean the discord is already pretty privy to this but i wanted to go ahead and give it a little bit of time on the show yeah <clears throat> i have three little baby kitties here right now and when you say little baby kitties i need you to define just how little baby these guys are for our listeners they have umbilical cords still attached that's so fucked up to me that somebody tell, tell us the story of how you came across these these babies. So I actually had to work this past weekend, right? So I yeah. was I was working. And I just get a call from Taylor and she's like, "How much do you need to work?" <laughs> and I was like, "I need to work enough, you know?" Yeah. And she was like, "Well, cuz I need you to come get these cats." And I was like, "Do what nut? What?" <laughs> And she was like, well, basically, this guy came into PetSmart and goes, hey, there's a lunchbox outside. It's meowing, you know, and brings in this thing. I I think he said that he saw them dump the lunchbox. So he, like, investigated and found the three little cats and brought it in, right? Unbelievable. So Taylor's like... Uh, I called all these places, I called all these shelters, and, like, some just were at capacity, some couldn't do this, some couldn't do that. And then one was basically like, yeah, we'll take them, but they're so young, we'll probably just dispose of them. Oh my god. So Taylor was like, no thank you, and now they're here. (laughs) Right? Okay. Even when you had Wicket. Uh Uh-huh. He wasn't little, little, he was... At least of, like, adopting age, right? Yeah. I Pretty much taken care of. Yeah, like, between 12 and 16 weeks or something when we got him. So, like, a a full-fledged kitten at that point. Okay. Yeah. This is not that. No. These things are, like, the size of the palm of my hand. That's so small. Man, I was really scared that they weren't going to make it. Mm. But it has been, like, four days now, and they are doing nothing but growing and getting buff. (laughs) <laughs> so I feel like we're pretty much out of the woods with that. Good. Oh, um, man. But we wake up every three hours to feed them. Jesus. So we feed them at midnight, three in the morning, six in the morning, nine in the morning, and then noon, three, six, and nine again. So are are they like bottle feeding? Yes. But okay. they wouldn't do the bottle. So we basically got syringes. Oh. And we finally got these nipples to work on them. So at least they kind of have the thing to latch onto. Yeah. But we like have to push down the little, you know, plunger and like feed it to them. <laughs> little <kind of>. babies. <laughs> they are fucking little babies. Do you even um, know like the sex of any of them? Yeah. Oh, it's How- man. We knew that like immediately because. Can you like tell with, with little baby cats? Two of them clearly have vaginas, and one has, like, little tiny fuzzy balls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we have two girls and a boy. My God. The boy is the tiny one. Aww. Uh He's the one that I was worried about the most. Okay. Like, he is tiny. Yeah. Uh, their eyes weren't open. Are they open now? One of them's fully open. One of them is, like, one-eyed. <laughs> staring at people and the boy still hasn't opened one yet yeah so uh they do have names if you'd like oh. to know their names can i guess <laughs> sure you will be very wrong okay i was gonna i was hoping that you might have named them uh garnet amethyst and pearl no no they they have kind of stuck with the uh breakfast food item kind of okay thing. 
<laughs> so they're kind of in the realm of toast. Okay. Uh, they're all named after spices. Hmm. So we, well, one of them is a hot sauce. So hot the, sauce. So the biggest one is a, is a straight up tabby cat, the gray with the black stripes. Okay. And she is a spicy girl. <laughs> screams the loudest, eats the most, goes to the bathroom the most. This girl is thriving, right? Good. She's spicy girl. That is little Miss Sriracha. Cute. And then the other two, they're both black, and we like really cannot tell them apart. Oh no! Well, one like, has balls. <laughs> well, yeah, but they're so small you can't tell un- unless you just balls. go to look. Now yeah. you can because the girl opens that one eye. Mm. So the boy is clove. Cute. And the girl, have you heard of the spice star anise? Yes. Okay, so the girl is anise. That's adorable. And they are so happy and healthy. That's awesome. I am, and I am so tired. <laughs> I can imagine. I'm proud of you for doing all that because that's a fuckload of work. Like it's, I remember it's a when, lot. Yeah, I remember when Wicket got sick and we were waking up like every, I think, four or six hours or something doing his eye drops. Yeah. And like, that's just, it really fucks your sleeping schedule. And we only had to do it for like two weeks. Well, like a month, but you're going to have to do this kind of a long time. Three months. (laughs) Yeah. Unless we find a nursing cat that can take them. I hope that you are able to find something for them, but we'll see. Because so far, everything that we've reached out to, they just say no. Mm. Like nobody wants them. Yeah. So we got to figure out what's going to what's going to happen because there's going to be times where i'm not around yeah and if taylor's at work and i'm not home because i mean i'm i'm at work at home right so it's easy you know i can feed them during the day you know yeah but uh that may not be the case all the time so right it's gonna be a whole thing hopefully everything goes good and well with them and make sure you keep us updated here yeah but i i would like to tell you one more thing about them okay because I doubt you had to do this with Wicket. Do you know what else you have to do with kittens? Or you gotta well, make him go to the bathroom? Tiny, tiny. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, yeah, we gotta get little paper towels out, rub their junk, and let them fly. You know? <laughs> so, actually, we've been having a problem because none of them have pooped. Oh, no. So far. At all? Not really. That's not good. Um... Well, we found out we were feeding them, like, way below what they should be eating. Oh, okay. So they've only been on, like, a full-blown food schedule for, like, a day now. Okay. Of course, though, Sriracha, she she pooped almost, like, day one. That's good. Which was, which, which was good. But then never again. Uh, actually, just before recording, two of them pooped. Good. And again, the little boy, the problem dude... He still has not. Okay. But we have a laxative from the vet that we gave them, and I'm pretty sure that's why the those two pooped, like, immediately today. Yeah. So hopefully it kicks in for him, and he starts doing that. Is it that, like, awful brown gel that you have to, like, s- stuff in their mouth? No, this was, like, a clear liquid stuff. So I don't okay. really know what, what its deal is. Yeah. But also, all three have lost the umbilical cords. Oh, Man, that so really like, fucks yeah. me up that they had the umbilical cords attached to them still. Yeah, so they stay on there for like four days. <sighs> Just after, like real babies. After like being born, you know? I, so, I want to know, I want to meet the fucking dick bag that <laughs> thought they could just dump like day old kittens on the doorstep of a PetSmart in a fucking lunchbox in the dead of summer. Yeah, dude. But they are, <sighs> they are awesome. They're going to make it. Life is good for them. Good. And one day they will make people very happy. Yeah. So you guys are going to like raise them up to adopting age and then send them out into the world? Well, I mean, I guess so. Because I doubt anyone's going to take them before then. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm figuring they're going to be here till. So they're going to be bottle fed until like August. And then I think October is the earliest they can be given out. You know? Yeah. It's going to be a long fucking time. That's a long road. That's a long road. So we will get there slowly but surely. Man, 
taking care of like a tiny little life like that. I just, I, I'm going to pick your brain on this. So like you're kind of my benchmark for <laughs> mental health because Thank you. I mean, as far as life goes, you stay pretty positive and you have like a good attitude on stuff. So I'm pretty you're chill. Of, you're pretty chill. You're one of the most mentally healthy people that I know. So I know that I have a lot of like issues that I work through. One of which includes a lot of intrusive thoughts. Okay. And like, so I find that whenever I'm around extremely fragile things like tiny baby kittens, it gets much worse. Cause like okay. even on this vacation that I took, my nieces were, were with me and they were, they're, they're like eight and seven. So, I mean, they're, they're sturdy and solid, but still yeah. like my brain. So a lot of my intrusive thoughts deal with like, I'm afraid that I will injure other people or that <laughs> okay. I will, I just, <laughs> I just ruin everything. I don't know. So Have like, you been afraid that you would injure me. I mean, we're like, Maybe. yeah, we were going to play Mansions of Madness and I was going to give him a card and just paper cut his <laughs> finger right off. Who knows? Sometimes stuff like that will creep in. Like like whenever we're cooking together or something and I'm cutting something with a knife, I'm like, ooh, yeah. better not turn around and just fucking wail into people <laughs> with this knife. <laughs> okay. That's just what my brain goes to. And like being around my nieces so much, like it's hard for me to be around children. I feel like I don't know how to relate to them human to human and okay. with them being so fragile my brain is just like don't break their arms oh don't stab them don't throw them down the mountain oh my god <laughs> like i just wanted to like check your brain to see if you have anything like this because man I I could not do that with little baby kittens because I would I would pick one up and my brain would just be like, don't squeeze it. Don't squeeze it and make its I eyes mean, pop out. I really, I don't think it's like intrusive thoughts, but like when I've been picking them up, uh, like at least the kittens lately, I'm like, all right, like I try to make sure that I'm not squeezing them too hard, but I'm, but my brain's not saying like, oh, you're going to smush him, you know? Yeah. I'm just like, okay, like I feel like. You're moving around, like, are you good? Like, I just kind of check them, you know? Yeah, just, like, but, make sure they're still working. Yeah, but if he's fine, then I'm fine. I mean, God. the most the most lately, if they are asleep in their, in their little spot for too long. Yeah. At least for, like, the first two days. If they were quiet for, like, two hours or more, I would kind of, like, go over there. And I'd poke one of them, and then they'd all cry, and I'd be like, all right, we're good. And then I would <laughs> yeah. just go back to what I was doing. You know? Yeah, that's that's another thing where like you think something's dead when you whenever you get it. Like when I whenever I had guinea pigs, if they were too quiet for too long, I would just be like, they're they're fucking dead out there because guinea pigs are noisy. Yeah, and like your brain, I don't know. My brain is just it, it assumes the worst all the time, and I just wonder like why this happens. <laughs> and I wish it wouldn't. I I perhaps should see a professional about it, but. Just one of those things I've lived with for forever, where it's just like, if I if I have a dangerous object in my hands, like one time I started crying in Home Depot because I picked up a hammer. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> like we were we were trying to buy um one of those like big ass mallets, you know, because we had like some some big okay. ass hammering to do, and there were these metal ones, and I didn't want to get a metal one because I was <laughs> so stupid and macabre, but like I was afraid that I would like pick it up and just kill Richard with it in the middle of the night. Oh my God. I know my brain does this stupid shit to me. Yeah, and like, but like I... <laughs> you move around at night, right? I what? You like move around at night, right? Do you sleepwalk at all? I don't sleepwalk to my okay. knowledge, but I have experienced like sleep disturbances before, like sleep terrors and stuff. So okay. I'm, I'm worried that I would just so, like, I mean, get up. That might be a valid concern. <laughs> don't tell me that. <laughs> Uh, I'm just yeah. I mean, like he wants to buy a hatchet for firewood, and I'm like, I'm gonna kill you with it if we buy a hatchet. There's just no, there's no way around it. I feel like I kind of have already caught in on your intrusive thoughts when you told me about the cats drowning in the toilet thing. Oh yes, yes, that's another one. Like because it's just never once have I thought that a cat would jump in a toilet with, you know, the minimal water flow that you have in there, and go, I'm just gonna put my face in it. 
and never move, you know? I literally have no reason to think that would ever happen, but my brain is just like, what if they drowned? Like, it doesn't make any sense. <sighs> I mean, I know that that is a, that is a fairly common thing that happens. Like, Cats I know jumping se- in toilets several and drowning? people, no, that like people have these thoughts that, you know, say oh. things to them like that, you know? Yeah. For me, like when I'm hanging around my nieces and stuff, I'm just like, well, as long as they don't have anything dangerous, like, they'll be fine. Yeah. Like, I I don't know when I came to the conclusion, but basically, the world is not as fragile as I thought it would be. Yeah. And so I've tried to, like, go, you know what? Unless, like, something truly dangerous is happening, the world will be okay. Like, these kids, unless they're, like, trying to jump off the roof, they're playing on a trampoline, it's probably going to be okay. You know, uh, yeah. like, like things are just okay. Now, kids at, at the pool, I'm probably going to watch close because you just don't know what they're going to do, you know? Yeah. Like, it, if there's a thing where there's, like, a big cause for concern, I'm, like, on edge. But if, like, we're just playing in the house, shit's, shit's going on, I'm, I'm really not thinking that kind of stuff. Man, like, generally, I'm okay with kids playing near me. I mean... Even if they're doing something seemingly dangerous, like horsing around or whatever, it's not, it doesn't cross my mind that they might get hurt. It's the fact that I might hurt them, I think. Yeah. Which, I don't know where that originated. Okay, so here, so here. I guess, I guess the question is, how many times have you hurt someone in the way that your brain thinks sometimes? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe never. Uh, well, I mean, I think you would know, because if you're thinking it, have those things come true? I guess I I I've never like killed my husband with a hammer, so <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. So I would think you can go. You know what? My track record shows I don't do a lot of this. Yeah, and then they'd be like, "Fuck, she's learning that she doesn't do the things we tell her." <laughs> you know? Yeah. But um, it's just stupid things the brain does, man. Like I've got no reason to think these thoughts, and yet here they are. See, my thing. It's not really intrusive thoughts. As of late, I have, like, an issue relaxing. Oh, yeah? And it's all because, I mean, again, it's because of a TikTok I saw one time. Oh, no. I was watching a TikTok, and she just goes, hey, hey, you, take your tongue off the, ro- uh, off the roof of your mouth. And I was like, what? And then I moved my tongue, and it was, like, pressed into the roof of my mouth. What? And then she proceeds to talk about we our bodies hold stress in ways that we don't realize sometimes. Mm. And one of them is people will like press their tongue into the roof of their mouth and they don't realize they're doing it. Wow. And every night when I'm going to sleep, I try to make it lay down normal and it just like rises right back up <laughs> and presses in there. And I've noticed that like my shoulders always seem to be like scrunched up towards my neck yeah like they're not they they don't just like lay down all day my tongue doesn't do it my shoulders don't do it but like when i go to sleep it's like my body just like seizes Mm. into this like tense ball of angst you know man and i can't seem to shake that the past few days probably because there's these kittens here and i'm like oh i gotta be worried about them yeah probably i mean your interrupted sleep pattern right now with having to be up every three hours. That, that can't be good for, for, <laughs> for your relaxation. Yeah. I do um, go to bed earlier now because of it though. Well, that's good. So that's nice. I guess I have a sleep tip for you that helped me when I was a kid. Okay. So whenever, it. whenever you're going to bed, what I would do, cause I have always had trouble falling asleep. You start at your toes and you just start saying good night to all the parts of your body and you relax them. Okay. So like good night toes and you uncurl them. Good night feet and you unflex them. Good night ankles and you let them like flop. Okay. And you just work your way up all the way to your head and by the time you get there you should hopefully be relaxed enough to fall asleep. I will try it, but I will make no promises. Okay. <laughs> I will go like good night toes, they'll relax, I'll go good night feet and then my toes will be like, "Ha, he's not looking." <laughs> You know, sly toes. I don't know. The intrusive thought thing. I feel like that's just, I feel like that's just part of the anxiety that we have as people today. 
Yeah, you know? maybe. It's it's just part of our society now that we're always worried about everything. You know, gotta worry about something. What am I doing if not worrying? I mean, that's kind of like how we're like raised to be now. I hate gotta that, be worried man. about everything. You know, you should, I, you should be on edge. I heard a quote. I forget where, but it was like. You shouldn't worry about stuff, even if it's going to be, like, bad stuff, because then you have to live through it twice, you know? See, my saying for that was, uh, worrying is paying for trouble yet due. Yeah, there you go. And as soon as I heard that one day, I was like, that's the most true shit. Like, I'm basically paying the price for something that's not happening. Yeah. And that's when I kind of relaxed on that. That's when my uh, sapphire side really came out, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I wanted to ask you a question. Okay. Speaking of stuff, I want... Are you big into, like, astrology signs? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I I know my sign, and... But that, that's I, it, right? I mean, I, I look at the memes sometimes, because some of them are funny. Like, some of them I feel are relatable, but I, I kind of understand. wonder any of them because i don't know anything about that shit (laughs) okay like i don't pay attention to that at all yeah i just know that i'm a crab you're a crab man right but have you now that you're back in society you know the the world is flowing straight into your phone again back in the land of the connected have you noticed this not spike not like little trend this massive explosion of astrology memes. I really have. <laughs> so, like, I... Why? I, I don't know, man. I understand, like, th- you have a zodiac sign. And that's... Yes. It's called your sun sign, apparently. Sure. Which I, I think is the position the sun is was in when you were born. Okay. Which, I mean... Yeah, it just it just varies based on whatever month or whatever. But there's also a moon sign, which is dependent on where the moon was when you were born. And that can change because the moon rotates a lot faster than the Earth does around the sun, you know? Okay. And then there's also like a rising sign, which I don't know what that is. And then there's like a, a Venus sign, which I also don't know what that is. I would guess that it's wherever Venus was in the sky whenever you were born. But like... Sure. To what extent do we need to know these things? See, and... all I know is the word retrograde because I see it <laughs> everywhere right now. Everything's in retrograde, right? I know Mercury and retrograde is bad. But like, here's the thing. This seems like it's a very convoluted process to know. So there's like a whole birth chart that you can do and you have to know at what hour of the day you were born. So like 7.22 a.m. on March 3rd would have a different coding than like I any other day, you know? Yeah. Like it just depends on wherever the planets and stars aligned the minute that you were born, which I find so <laughs> like I... I'm not dunking in ast- on astrology because I think it's fun to look at astrology memes and just be like, ah, Capricorn, that's so me. But mm. I, I just don't get like the full extent of it. You know, do I, it, would it be influential in my life to know that I am like Venus rising of cancer or something? But like, I guess here's my thing. It's that the people that are so into it, it's not like you're kind of into it. You yeah, gotta like pour like into it. You gotta pour like hours of understanding into it. Yeah, at all I times. mean, and you have to remember everything. Like, all I have a hard enough time remembering I'm a Capricorn. Like, that's all I need yeah. to know. I can't, I can't keep track of six other signs. And then that's the thing, though. It's not like people know just theirs. They go, "Oh yeah, I know w- what it means for the other 11. Yeah, that's a lot. You man. know, they know everything about all of them. Oh. You're like an Aries. I know all about you. And they know like what it all stands for. Oh, yeah. but you're this. And then then there's the people that like know the dates. They're all like, well, wait a minute. When were you born? And they know when the cutoffs <laughs> are, you know? Yes. There's just so much to it. And the fact that these memes are all over the place, it's like there's a lot of people that are pouring a ton of time into this. Yeah. But I mean, what it's is it like doing for you. <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> I mean, I I guess I like 
that I'm a cancer and I'm a crab and I'm a water sign or whatever, but I don't really care what it means to me. Like, I'm still just me. Yeah. Like, knowing whatever's going on in the sky with my retrograde and stuff, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know that that's going to influence me. Big wheel in the sky keeps on turning. Keeps on turning. I don't know where I'll be tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's just so many. And I mean, so it started on TikTok. I would, they were just all over TikTok. Really? Then uh, Ismail actually put one in the Discord today. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. It was called like Holistic Hospital or something. <laughs> I did see that. It was funny. And I was like, okay, there's another one. And then... And then Desi posted one on Twitter. The and then I, I was like, I was like, where is all this coming? Like, is there some like astrological catastrophe that's going to happen? So we're all like paying <laughs> attention right now. Like, I don't know. Man. Are these warnings? Am <laughs> I missing something? <laughs> I just know that there's like, I think people have four major signs and I don't know what any of them mean other than the sun sign, but like, that there's like mood boards popping up. I've been exposed to it on Twitter where like if you have a rising in Libra and a moon in Scorpio, then like these pictures are specifically attractive to you. But yeah. here's the thing with those. It's like I've looked through them and they're all the fucking same. Like I don't <laughs> I don't understand why this meme is particularly more attractive to this sect yeah. of people than I mean, for the most part, Zodiac memes, I feel, are pretty applicable to everyone right yeah like there's some kind, specific stuff kind of like the horoscopes i mean you yeah. can read almost any of them and go yeah okay yeah right i i don't get why there's like yeah there's there's a real uptick happening right now and i wish i wish i was in the zeitgeist of it i kind of want to know my birth well, chart i was about to say i'm tasking you with the challenge oh <laughs> next time we meet Next time we are on the show, I want you to know your sun and moon stuff and what is going on with you at the time. Okay. And I'm going to try to figure it out on my end as well. Yeah. I'm going to have to text my mom and be like, what time was I born? <laughs> Precisely. Oh, I, already, I already know my time. You know your time? Yeah. We yeah, can find your birth chart right now. We'll, because, we'll wait. Because it's like the longest joke that I've played with myself like my entire life. Okay. I was born at 6.30 p.m. Because that's when The Simpsons came on, and that's why I love the show so much. Oh, my God. It's your mess. But I was actually born before the show really started. Yeah. So it it doesn't really work, but that's what I've said my entire life. (laughs) Okay. Because The Simpsons came on at 6.30, and when I found out that I was born then, I was like, it was fate. Fate has brought us together. Yeah. And then as I got older, older, I was like, oh, show wasn't on TV when I was born. But I'm still going to claim it. <laughs> so, yeah, 630 on the dot. Boom. I came into the world. All right. Well, we'll get your birth chart. I'll find out what time I was born. We'll get my birth chart. We'll break it down next episode. See, now I think that's weird that you don't know when what uh, time you were born. And now I got to know, does anybody else know the time they were born? Am I the only one? I just think it's a weird thing to know. <laughs> I've never... I don't know. I was told. I don't like... even know if I was born in the morning or the night. I was scheduled. Oh my I was, god! I was a scheduled C-section, so I probably was morning, right? Who knows? Who I knows? Don't know. I don't know. I mean, I was induced as well, but were you induced or were you scheduled? I had to be induced because I was like almost a month late. I was like, I'm what good. What the fuck? I was like, I'm growing. <laughs> Ten month baby inside. No, thank yeah. You. I was like, I was like, I'm not going nowhere. And I was huge when I finally came out because I just had another <laughs> month to bake. You know, God. No, I was uh, scheduled early for a tax break. They were like, get this baby <laughs> out in 1989. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my god. So yeah, we need to find out our stuff. We will uh, reconvene on this topic next week. Okay, great. You have a task. Well, are you ready to um, chart our star maps? Oh, I'm ready to go into retrograde. Okay. It's my favorite word from that whole thing. Retrograde. It sounds like a very cool word. It sounds intense. 
Okay, folks, I want you to give you a task as well. Um, your very important homework is to please tell your friends about us and help us grow this audience. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never, ever miss a ding-dang episode because we release weekly every single Monday. Bingo bongo. If you got a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, the gold star metric of all podcasts, that would really help us out so, so much. Go out there, give us a good old five-star, hopefully, rating and say that you like us a lot. And don't forget to give us those thumbs, those hearts, the little double taps on every social media that you can find us on. And it's all of them. We got Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Go find us at YMBTOAP. We would also like to thank our patrons for all that they do to keep us going. They, they keep motivating us in our Discord that we have. Love the Discord. It's, it never stops. It's just always a conversation. Always fun stuff going on. Uh, if you want to get in on some of that action, go check out our, our, uh, our Patreon. See what you think about it. And then don't forget, we also do uh, little exclusive YouTube reviews. We just did Steven Universe yes. last month. I'm so happy. It was... We have been working towards that one for forever. Yes. But... Uh, we are going to be doing a watch party with our patrons who are exclusive to the $5 a month tier. We're going to be watching the movie. We will be coming up with the dates and times pretty soon. Going to run a poll for all of those patrons. And then we will announce that as well in case you would like to also join up for a little bit and interact with us. Hell yeah. And don't forget the merch. The merch. Feel like, feel like we don't talk about the merch enough. I love the merch. I was wearing my jacket today, even though it's hot outside. I know. Uh, I've been wearing my tank top forever because it's been, you know, a billion degrees here in Texas. Gotta fit those biceps out. Uh, drinking from my from my Yim Tope mug. Delicious yeah. coffee. Uh, actually, we had one of our patrons buy one of the things and they tie-dyed it and made it look all super fancy. They did. I uh, loved it. I think it looks so cool. It's wonderful. So, also, if you would like to get some merch, links are in our show notes. And don't forget, the sad little stepchild that nobody remembers. Let's dust it off. <sighs> the Yimtope email. Y-M-B-T-O-A-P at gmail.com Please send us some listener mail. Tell us Tell us what your zodiac sign is. Tell us the zodiac <laughs> sign you hate the most, that you love the most. Tell us why you're so interested in it. And if you know everything about all of them, I want to know what what it means to you to know about all the zodiacs. Is it a hobby? Is it just is it just part of who you are? I would love to know. Yes. And don't forget, our theme song is The Groove Maper Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check him out on YouTube. And as always, thank you so much for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Is Venus in retrograde? Everything's in retrograde. I'm in retrograde. But we had one more important sound we wanted you to hear. You didn't hear any noises while we were recording, right? I don't think so. Uh, while at work, people will be like, what's that sound? Because <laughs> they can hear the cat screaming from across Aww. the apartment. Oh my god, I don't know if we picked any of that up, but I kind of hope we did. Dude, little Sriracha can belt it. <laughs> she, does not mess up. she does not mess around. Nice. <laughs>